The NHL trade deadline smoke has cleared. Some new faces are on their way to Boston. And on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, we're going to discuss how this team matches up against some potential first-round playoff opponents, as well as the Atlantic Division as a whole. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday, March 23rd, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms as well as on YouTube, so please do smash that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. We're on a great run here over the last few days. Thank you so much to all of you who have listened to one or all of the episodes surrounding the trade deadline it really does mean a lot if you are on twitter you can follow the podcast at locked nhl bruins and you can find me my dad jokes hockey tweets at enc mclaren been covering this team for various outlets for 17 years now and very excited to see what this team does here down the stretch um if you missed Yesterday's episode, it was kind of a breakdown of what Don Sweeney had to say about the trade deadline, the moves he did make, the moves he didn't make, and the Bruins are now getting ready to host the Tampa Bay Lightning on Thursday night in what is turning out to be a pretty significant matchup. The Lightning lost to the Carolina Hurricanes last night leaving them a single point ahead of both the Boston Bruins and the Toronto Maple Leafs for second in the Atlantic Division. The Bruins all season long have been, you know, in a wild card spot. Uh, The three teams above them had been well above them, but now that uh, gap has narrowed. Now the Maple Leafs do play tonight. Um, against the New Jersey Devils, a red-hot New Jersey Devils team. Uh, They scored uh, seven goals in a win over the Rangers last night, so it's possible that Toronto will have already overtaken the Lightning by the time these two teams play tomorrow night. But still, the Bruins right in the thick of it when it comes to uh, an Atlantic division playoff spot not just a wild card spot and also possibly even getting home ice advantage in the opening round now how did the Bruins actually stack up against these teams Um, you know right now if the playoffs were to end today the Bruins would end in the first wild card spot setting up a First round meeting with the Carolina Hurricanes. The top team in the East plays the second wildcard team, 
and the other division winner plays the first wildcard team. Let's just get this out of the way. Carolina, based on results this season, that would be the worst case scenario for the Boston Bruins. The Bruins have played Carolina three times this season, and they've been outscored 16-1 to in those three games. How is that even possible? The Bruins, a couple years ago, playoff bubble, they uh, dispersed of the Hurricanes fairly easily. Now the Hurricanes, you know, have become a pretty big powerhouse in the Eastern Conference and are as good, you know, as any team around the league at the moment, uh, save for perhaps the Panthers and the Colorado Avalanche, who do sit ahead of them in terms of point percentage as well as goal differential and the like. But uh, based on how the Bruins have played against them this season, that would be a disastrous um, first-round matchup for the black and gold. Now, having said that, Carolina's goaltender is Frederick Anderson. We do know the Bruins have had success against Anderson in the playoffs in the past when he was a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, the Hurricanes did add at the trade deadline, uh, poaching Max Domi from the Columbus Blue Jackets. That was a guy the Bruins were rumored to be in on. Uh, so they've strengthened their cause. And then again, like I said, last night, they went out and uh, defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning. So proving their uh, worth once again in that one. Uh, they're loaded from top to bottom. And that's a team that I do not want to face in the opening round of the playoffs, especially based on how they have just completely tuned the Bruins this season. Um, most notably on Willie O'Ree night when the Bruins retired number 22 and then uh, went out and lost that game by a score of, uh, what was that one? 7-1, to one, I believe that one was. And then uh, that one was with Tugarask in net. Uh, most recently, February 10th, they lost 6 nothing with Allmark in net. Earlier this season, they lost 3 nothing with Swayman in net. So all three of their goalies unable to uh, defeat the Carolina Hurricanes so far this season. Excuse the... Noise in the background, it's a freezing rain day up here in southern Ontario. The school is closed preemptively because of a forecasted buildup of uh, ice on the roads and on the sidewalks. So that's why there's some Fortnite uh, commotion in the background. Ewan, close your door, please. All right, now before we get to some of the other teams the Bruins could play, specifically the Atlantic Division teams, a quick word about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasoned recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals that you can feel good about. Six recipes per week to choose from, 
including low calorie and carb conscious options. You can customize your favorite dishes with their new Hello Custom offerings by swapping out one protein or side for another, upgrading for a more luxe experience, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals truly tailored to you. Uh, a couple years ago, when uh, life was a bit rough, we got uh, HelloFresh delivered to our door, and it was such a help just to be able to have those easy-to-prepare meals, but were also delicious, and we didn't miss out on important nutrients from healthy meals. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16. Use code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. Uh, that's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Thank you so much for again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms as well as on YouTube. Please now check out the Locked On Now podcast. Uh, daily recaps of the previous night's games from all our local experts. So, if the Bruins do match up against the Florida Panthers or are able to jump up into an Atlantic Division playoff spot, overtaking either the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, who are the teams that they match up best against? Or how do they stack up against these teams? Uh, They've only played Toronto once this season. They lost by a score of 5-2. to two. The Toronto Maple Leafs added Mark Giordano and Colin Blackwell, uh, adding some depth on the blue line. They're already pretty deep up front. Uh, their Achilles heel at the moment is goaltending. Jack Campbell injured. Peter Mrazek recently waived. They've been relying on a rookie at the moment. Did not add at the trade deadline. Again, that team... Always vulnerable in the playoffs despite their regular season success. That would be an ideal matchup for the Bruins in the opening round. It would take uh, Tampa Bay being bumped down to a wildcard spot. Probably a bit of a stretch. Uh, More likely, I think, that Toronto would bump down to that wildcard spot. Which would potentially set up a meeting with the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Bruins have actually been relatively successful against Tampa this season. They've played them twice, uh, record of 1 0 1, outscoring them by a margin of 7 5. There was a 3 2 overtime loss earlier this season, more recently, a 5 2 victory. Now, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they added as well at the deadline, uh, acquiring Brandon Hagel from the Chicago Blackhawks. Coughing up two uh, decent prospects in Kachuk and Taylor Radish, as well as two first-round picks, 2023 and 2024. Uh, They also acquired Nick Paul from the Ottawa Senators, who I believe scored last night in his Lightning debut. What makes Tampa especially dangerous, of course, is the fact that they have arguably the best goalie 
in the world in Andre Vasilevsky, Victor Hedman on defense, always a stalwart, and then obviously very deep up front. The Bruins, recent years, have not matched up well with this team in the playoffs. They're a different-looking Lightning team. Some of that depth they had in their two cup runs has moved on. Barkley Goodrow, Blake Coleman has been replaced. Hagel, Paul, uh, but still obviously the team to beat as the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. The Florida Panthers, I think that would be a good matchup for the Boston Bruins as well. They are loaded. Uh, such a deep and talented scoring lineup. Uh, you know, they added Claude Giroux at the trade deadline and uh, already have uh, Sasha Barkov, Jonathan Huberdo, Anthony Duclair, Sam Bennett, Carter Verhage. The list goes on and on. So deep, so talented. That's why they have a league-leading plus 74 goal differential. They lead the NHL in goals four at 254 and uh, decent defensively as well, only allowing 180 goals against. They added, like I mentioned, Giroux. They added Ben Chirot on the blue line. Uh, the one area where this team, I believe, is vulnerable is in net. Sergei Bobrovsky has, uh, you know, been pretty good this season for the Florida Panthers posting a 917 save percentage uh, 30 wins six losses in regulation three losses in overtime however if you look at his playoff stats 41 career appearances an 899 save percentage including 841 last season 901 two years ago uh, both with the Panthers. And in one of those seasons, he was replaced in net by Spencer Knight, uh, the rookie. Now, of course, the Bruins are entering the playoffs with uh, Linus Allmark and Jeremy Swayman in net, both of whom do not have much playoff experience. Um, Linus Allmark never appeared in an NHL playoff game. Jeremy Swayman, I believe he came into one perhaps as a backup. Uh, yeah, he played less than a period uh, last season and uh, allowed one goal on three shots. So between the two Bruins goalies, they faced three total shots in the playoffs. So that's an area of, I don't know if it's an area of concern, but certainly um, the Bruins are untested in that area. So overall, no thank you to Carolina. Um, probably no thank you to Tampa Bay and Florida as well. Toronto would be the ideal first-round matchup, but most likely they will be matched up with one of those three southern teams. Florida, powerhouse, but vulnerable, I think, because of their goaltending situation. But 
can we have much confidence? Well, I think we can have some confidence in Boston's uh, goaltending situation, but still, you know, unproven in net in their own right. Now, the Bruins, of course, since the beginning of January, have been playing up to the level that Don Sweeney imagined they would. Uh, you know, he brought in a bunch of new faces in the offseason. There was a feeling out process, some new faces being incorporated in the lineup, injuries, an expectation that Charlie Coyle would be the second line center. That uh, didn't quite work out. He's down the third line. Eric Hall up on the second line. Nick Felino has been in and out. In net, there was Swayman, then Allmark, then Tuka Rask tried to come back. Since the beginning of the year, things have kind of settled down, and the Bruins are second in the NHL in total points, third in the NHL when it comes to point percentage, behind only Colorado and Florida. So that is certainly uh, uh, something to be encouraged about. This is what Don Sweeney envisioned for this team. It's why he didn't take any huge swings to add up front. They're comfortable with the way the lines are at the moment. And this is the group they're taking into the playoffs. They're fifth when it comes to shots for since January 1st. When it comes to shots against, they are uh, allowing the second fewest behind only the Los Angeles Kings. Overall, their underlying numbers are strong. Five on five, they're sixth when it comes to shot attempt differential. Shot differential, they're first in the NHL, five on five. Expected goal differential, they're first in the NHL, five on five. Uh, when it comes to high danger chances, four, they are fourth in the NHL at five on five. Again, where they have struggled all season long is actually putting the puck in the back of the net, 5-on-5. Five five. Their shooting percentage right now is 7.02, which is third from the bottom in the NHL. Their PDO, which is adding their shooting percentage and their save percentage, is 26th in the NHL. That, of course, has been on the rise here in 2022. And if that trend continues, that bodes well for playoff success. So, add it all up. I mean, I think the Bruins can't be going into the playoffs as a favorite, per se, by any means. Um, especially if they don't have home ice advantage in the first round. If they're able to jump into the second spot, you feel pretty comfortable. Uh, but this team is experienced. Um, well, Marchand, Bergeron, anyways. And um, once you get into the playoffs, really anything can happen. I'm not overly optimistic, uh, per se, about their chances. But I feel better now than I did a couple months ago. And especially with Hampus Lindholm coming to town. Uh, the Bruins, already a very strong defensive team. And he can only help in that regard and make things easier for... Uh, the more offensively minded players to finally help that shooting percentage to rise here when it matters most. 
Before we get to some news and notes from around the NHL, a quick word about Built Bar. Uh, it's that time of year where pretty much everybody's given up on their New Year's resolutions. I've been helping to stick to mine through Built Bar. It almost doesn't feel like a resolution because I really enjoy eating them, especially the puffs. They're a protein-infused marshmallow, fluffy, marshmallowy, not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, they're a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're all covered in 100% real chocolate, and they're also good for you. Low calories, low sugar, uh, high in protein, low net carbs, and if you compare them to a candy bar, you know, just far and away the healthier option. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Do check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast. A lot of people getting down to their playoffs at the moment. They can give you the uh, expertise you need to uh, win your fantasy leagues. They are uh, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So... Let's just wrap up with some news and notes from around the NHL. And a quick word about Jake DeBrusque. This is from Pierre Lebrun of The Athletic. Uh, He writes, When Jake DeBrusque signed a two-year, $8 million extension with the Bruins Monday morning, there was a bit of confusion as to what it meant until it was confirmed the winger still wanted to be traded out of Boston. The idea behind the extension was to make it easier to do so. Teams were concerned with his $4.41 million qualifying offer this summer, which was required to retain his rights. The extension gave teams a more concrete footing as far as DeBrusque's contractual future. But that didn't lead to a trade. Simply put, the Bruins felt DeBrusque was the best player and fit for them relative to what they explored in the marketplace and what they were offered. They may revisit the trade market after the season, and DeBrusque's agent, Rick Vallette, was disappointed. Quote, I was hoping Jake would have a change of scenery. However, that didn't happen as the de- at the deadline as expected. Jake loves the city of Boston, his teammates, the Boston fans, and although he had requested a trade, his attention will now completely turn to helping the Bruins win a championship. Read between the lines there. The issue, I believe, has always been his relationship with Bruce Cassidy, who he feels is or has been too hard on him. And um, that, along with his desire to um, play closer to home, I believe, is why he's sticking to that trade request. We'll see how things go down here at the stretch. Perhaps he might change his mind still, but... Uh, his agent still really looking for him to be traded despite the fact, quote, he loves the city, his teammates, and the fans. By process of elimination, you can see 
what he doesn't love there. Um, yeah, like I mentioned, the Bruins in action tomorrow night against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Hampus Lindholm likely to make his Boston Bruins debut. We'll see if Patrice Bergeron is able to get back into the lineup. I saw a friend of the pod, Lauren Campbell, uh, heard Bruce Cassidy talking about Bergeron on uh, the radio this morning. Hasn't given any indication on his future. He respects it. He adds he's playing at a high level, and that probably will make it harder to walk away. Uh, So fingers crossed that Bergeron's back for at least one more season. The Maple Leafs in action tonight against the Devils. They could jump the Lightning, uh, and that would, you know, make tomorrow night's game significant in the fact that the Bruins could jump the Lightning as well and match the Leafs in points. Best case scenario, Toronto loses tonight. Boston beats Tampa tomorrow night. They jump into second in the Atlantic, although they would still have a game more played than Tampa Bay. Anyways, that's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you so much for tuning in. I very much appreciate the support um, and uh, really do, yeah, enjoy talking Boston Bruins hockey with uh, with you all on the podcast, interacting on social media. Follow Locked NHL Bruins. Follow at ENC McLaren. And we'll be back tomorrow to tee up uh, the game against the Tampa Bay Lightning and bring you all the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.